This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. <clears throat> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. So wing about a serving platter. Hey, hey Jamie. Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. The first international flights to France and the US will start from Friday, almost four months after India suspended international air travel, except in the case of emergencies due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said on Thursday that India will use air bubbles for international travel. It has signed bilateral agreements with France and the US and is in advanced talks with Germany and UK. He said India is likely to operate 55-60% to 60% of its pre-coronavirus capacity of domestic flights by November. Spain held a ceremony on Thursday to mourn the almost 30,000 people who died due to the COVID-19 outbreak in the country. The 400 guests included families of about 100 people who died, medical personnel, police and essential workers. The ceremony was held a day before a two-day EU summit, which will start tomorrow, on a proposed $850 billion recovery package. Several countries are calling for the money to be dispersed not as grants, but as loans tied to economic reforms. Last month, Spain observed 10 days of official mourning for the coronavirus victims when flags flew at half-mast. In addition to suffering the world's seventh-highest death toll from the disease, Spain's economy has been affected by the economic slump. It is only now emerging from a strict three-month lockdown which was imposed on the 14th of March. Spain has recorded 28,413 COVID-19 deaths and over 258,000 confirmed cases. It's just over a month since India emerged from a two-month lockdown to limit the spread of COVID-19, but fresh outbreaks are forcing a number of states to restore restrictions. Karnataka now has more active cases than Delhi and is the third worst affected state. This is both due to a surge in cases in Karnataka as well as the high recovery rate in Delhi. Andhra Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh are likely to surpass Delhi soon. Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu and Karnataka account for close to 60% of all active cases in the country. In the last seven days, Assam, Karnataka and Bihar have reported the highest percentage jump in deaths. 
among states with at least 50 deaths the trajectory of the rise is getting steeper in Karnataka which has had 928 deaths this number is nearly 90% higher than last week the figure is 51% for Andhra Pradesh though the state still has fewer than 500 deaths More than 650,000 people have lost paid employment in the UK since the onset of the coronavirus outbreak in March. The rate of decline in employment slowed in June compared to May. This is very similar to the trend in India as well. In India, the unemployment rate remains high though it has been declining from a record rise during the lockdown in May. The overall unemployment rate came down to 7.44% in the week ending 12th of July. down from 8.87% in the previous week. This was largely aided by an improvement in the rural job situation due to good monsoon rains, the sowing of the summer crop, and the return of some migrant workers to urban workplaces. India may still be close to foreign tourists, but quite a few countries have opened up to tourism. This is an industry that contributed about 10% of the total world GDP in 2019. Governments and organizations have introduced subsidies, fee waivers, travel bubbles and freebies to draw tourists. Many are hoping domestic tourism will make up the shortfall. Across Europe, despite the reopening of the borders on the 15th of June, most people remain reluctant to go abroad. A new trend has emerged. There's an uptick in registration of motorhomes or vehicles with accommodation as people pick driving holidays over flying. In Germany more than 10,000 new motorhomes were registered in May an increase of 32% compared to last year. France's registrations are up 2% and in Spain there was a 20% increase in sales in June compared to last year. Governments too are doing their bit to boost domestic tourism. Bulgaria is offering free umbrellas and sunbeds at 23 beaches along the Black Sea coast. In Italy low-income families will get tax credits if they spend money on a domestic vacation. Japan has made provisions for subsidized accommodation and Prague is offering vouchers for hotel stays. And the pandemic seems to have hit the British royal family's finances too. The Royal Collection Trust, which manages the Queen's art, is expecting to lose about 30 million pounds from closing palaces to visitors this year. Palaces are reopening in a limited way this week, but the trust has decided to make up the shortfall by selling luxury gin. The gin is priced at 40 pounds a bottle and the money is to go towards the conservation of the queen's art. Queen Elizabeth is said to have personally overseen the making of the Buckingham Palace gin which uses ingredients from the 94-year-old monarch's garden. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at @shaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at @hdsmartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.